Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Why can't I figure I'm on my own? Because God knows some things that I don't know. What a great promise. I don't know. I need that wisdom. I need to know what to do in this situation. God, I don't have that wisdom. James chapter 1 says, you lack it. Ask. It'll be given to you from a generous God. Some of you need wisdom here this morning. And you're trying to figure out the deal on paper by yourself. Don't do that. Simply ask God. The only prayers God answers are the ones prayed according to His will. If you're an obedient believer, you will fashion your prayers in line with what Scripture says about His will. The answered prayer that follows God's will will bring you confidence and assurance. Some believers miss out on that assurance because of their skimpy prayer life, which obviously results in few answered prayers. How sad for them and how disappointing for God because he would do so much more for those Christians if they would only ask him. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, let's join Pastor Mark in the book of James, chapter 4, verse 2, for our continuing study entitled, Spiritually Healthy Indicators. You have no idea what tomorrow's going to bring, but something could change in a heartbeat. You know that. It's good to plan. We all plan. There's all kinds of things. Only God is all-knowing. So I pray because I, I don't know what the future looks like. See, God's in heaven. He scans the whole world. He knows you individually. You don't have to worry. When you call, God goes, I don't have them in my Who is that? He knows you by name. He created you to be dependent on him. That's why we call him. So he he knows from the beginning to the end of your life. He has a plan for you. He knows where you're going. You and I have no clue about that. So there's lots of decisions I have to make in my life when I have to pray because he knows my future. I don't know my future. That dependence pleases God. Why pray? A big one, number three. Prayer is God's way of providing what we need in life. In that Lord's Prayer in Matthew, Jesus said this, pray like this, give us our daily bread. That daily bread just simply means the necessities of life. You see, think about that truth. We think we know how to do life, but we don't. So often we we lack wisdom, We lack direction, we lack comfort, we lack hope. Why? Because we've forgotten to pray to God. James 4.2 hits every one of us. Hits every single one of us. Notice, you do not have 
because you do not ask God. I know you've been there because I've been there often. I wish I didn't have to say that to you. I'm thinking about something. I'm going, how in the world are we going to do that? And then it dawns on me. I haven't even asked God for help. I've been trying to solve it myself. Anybody been there? And so then I go to prayer and before long, what? Solved. Dummy. Because see, that's my old sin nature. I want to do life by myself. I don't want to be dependent on God. I can't do it because God knows things that I don't know. Now, let me just stop right here and say this kindly. All this thing about prayer is only for Christians. Some of you are not a believer. You've never asked Christ to come in and live inside you. You'd have, you do not have a personal relationship with him. Now, he does bless you. It rains on the just and the unjust. He provides all kinds of good things for you. But he will not answer your prayer. The one prayer he really wants to hear from you is simply this. God, forgive me of my sins. That's what he's waiting for. I'll give you an opportunity right after, at the end of this service, at all of our campuses to go, I want a relationship with a God that knows me and has a plan for me. See, without him, you're failing at life. I don't care where you're at, you're failing at life. You're failing. So you can stop that and you can get successful today. Now, you're here and you probably need wisdom. You need direction. You need hope. That comes from God. And he brings word. Let me give you a little homework. I don't have time to delve into it. But if if you kind of want to know the plans of God and, and the will of God for your life, we'll talk about that in a moment. You can just study Psalm 119. It's just just filled with the principles of prayer like I'm talking about. Now, since the mower was broken, a wife kept hinting to her husband to get it fixed. Now, nobody emailed me, so just relax. But the message never sunk in. So finally, she thought of a clever way to make her point. When her husband arrived home one day, he found her sitting in the tall grass in the front yard, busily snipping away with a tiny pair of sewing scissors. He watched silently for a short moment that went into the house. He wasn't gone very long. When he came out again, he handed his wife a toothbrush. And he said, when you finish cutting the grass, you might as well sweep the sidewalks. <laughs> the doctors say he will probably walk again, but always, <laughs> always with a limp. <laughs> this husband needs prayer. <laughs> he should have prayed over that big time. Next, a huge one for all of us. Prayer is the cure for the disease of worry. Prayer is the cure for the disease of worry. Paul tells us in Philippians 4, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. You see, worry doesn't accomplish anything, but prayer does. Now I'm going to ask you to do something. Those of you that take notes, I'm going to ask you to write something down. Those of you that don't, I want you to just think about it. And you remember you remember what you thought because I'm going to give me a homework assignment for tomorrow morning. I'm going to mention the word and I want you to write the first thing down that comes to your mind. Worry. You write, not for your neighbor. You write down the very first thought that came to your mind about worry. You say, Pastor Mark, I don't have any worries. Then put line down. 
We all worry. Amen? We shouldn't, but we do. So write it down. Write it down right now. Don't have to show anybody. You just write it down. Something, first thing, boom, here in Melbourne, Vieira, Sebastian, where that pops into your mind, worry. Now, here's what I want you to do. Tomorrow morning, when you have your quiet time, I want you to get God on the line. And I want you to tell him what you're worried about. Pastor Mark, he already knows. We've already been through that. Tell him, God, I ha- I'm worried about this expense, this thing they found in the lab, a relationship, a son, a daughter, our marriage, our kid, my job. I'm worried. God, I'm asking you through prayer, would you take that away from me and replace it with shalom, peace? I believe it. Thank you, God. That's prayer. That's prayer. And you'll see in a little while, you have to mix that with faith. You have to believe he heard you. He heard you. Now, when you do that, you're obeying Scripture. Remember, I get the answer that I want if I obey Scripture, I believe God, obey Scripture, I'm commanded not to worry but to pray, and if it pleases God. Praying pleases God. So I can have confidence that God will help me with that worry. So every time that worry comes up, no, pray for it. God's got it. We're all taken care of. Now, lastly, why should we pray? Our nothing is impossible, God, promises to answer our prayers. You know, if I, if I stood here this morning and say, well, prayer is like a one in a billion chance lottery. Give it a shot, but probably never going to happen. Nobody would ever pray. No, God promises to answer our prayers. The key is, how can I pray effectively? How can I not just pray? Pray isn't a rote kind of thing. Jesus talked about that. He says, just, just don't go on and on with lots of words. Don't stand on the corner and try to make people think you're really special. No, you, you, you need to learn to pray. I need to learn to pray effectively. James 5.16 says this, The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. So how can I how can I pray effectively? Now, I want everybody to look at me in all the campuses. I want you to just look at me for a moment. After giving you the reasons today for praying, no person anywhere that's listening to me would say this. Well, Pastor Mark, those are nice. I like those things. That's cool. But I don't need to pray. Nobody here would say that. We all need to pray. But if my prayers are ineffective... It is a waste of God's time and mine. So how can I learn to pray effectively? That's what I want to delve into. Now let's go back to 1 John 3, 22, right where you were. Let's read this again. I think it will begin to resonate with you. 1 John 3, 22. And receive from him anything we ask, comma, because we obey his commands and do what pleases him. No one wants to pray and not get answers from God. So how can I get effective prayers? Simply this. They have to do with two things. Obeying God and his commands and doing what pleases him. Now, take your finger and just go back one chapter, 1 John chapter 2. Let's look about the commands. Let's talk about obeying God and his commands. The whole book of 1 John is about knowing, knowing, knowing. Look what John says, 1 John 2, 3. All of our campuses, those online, look it. We know that we have come to know him. We know that we're a Christian. We know we have a relationship with God if we obey his commands. See, 
Our obedience proves we know God. So effective prayers come because we know God's word, but not just know it. We obey it. Then John will give us another look at a command. Go right back where you were, 1 John 3, but now look at verse 23, the very next verse. And John says this, And this is his command, one of many, to, number one, believe in the name of the Son of Jesus Christ. In other words, have a personal relationship with him and believe what he says, his word is true. Believe and to love one another as he commanded us. That brings Healthy indicator number six up. Write it down this morning. Here it is. If I'm going to be a growing, healthy Christian, I have to believe God. First of all, I have to believe Him for salvation. I've already talked to some of you that have walked away from God. You're backslidden. You need to come back to God. Believe His Word. He, he will take you back. There's no condemnation. Just come on back. Those of you not a Christian yet, this is your day. But I have to believe more than God for salvation. I have to believe Him, His Word. His word says if I obey his commands or do what pleases him, he will answer my prayers. I I need to obey God. And what is the command from obey God? Love God, love people, and love is a verb. It's not just, I love you. And you guys are so good. You're getting connected. You're into small groups. So many volunteers. Uh, Cease Lessinger can't keep up with all you guys that are getting signed up. All the volunteers to serve all over the place. Fantastic at all our campuses. Proud of you. Awesome. That's exactly what it is. See, God is saying effective prayers come because we love God and we love people. Now, if you've been married a while, you know what pleases your spouse. You know what pleases your spouse. And if you want to have a good night, you have to please your spouse. Some of that just went over your head. That's okay. If mama's happy, yeah, that's not true. Try it. I, I, I want to please my wife. You want to please your husband. Well, this comes out of a loving relationship. I want to please God. You want to please God. So... The two part of effective was, I'm going to obey God and his commandments. And number two, number two, I'm going to do, not just know, I'm going to do what pleases him. See, if you know your wife likes this kind of a flower or likes this kind of restaurant, you say, wow, I know you like to eat there. I saw those flowers over there, but they were too expensive, so I didn't get them for you. (laughs) It will not be a good night. Bring your mind back here. Let's get back to the Bible. Now. So God isn't saying just know what to do that pleases me. You actually have to do it. So what does that look like for us? Well, our role model, as always, is not me. It's not a church. It's not a religion. It's Jesus. Look at John 8, 29. You see it on the overhead. And the one, Jesus speaking, who sent me is with me. He's not departed me. Watch this. For I always do what pleases him. Now, I haven't arrived there. That's my goal. I'll never make it, but that's my goal. Jesus said, I always do what pleases him. How did he know what God, what pleased God? Prayer. He was always talking to God. It was an ongoing conversation. So if my prayers are going to be effective, I have to learn what pleases God. Now, there's a lot of things, but let me just give you a few right now. Obeying God pleases him. Praying pleases God. Now, why does praying please God? Because it shows I'm dependent on him. Sharing the good news pleases God. Why? Because lost people matter to God. 
That's why he sent Jesus. Living a lifestyle of being filled with the Spirit pleases God. John will go right into that. One of the ways you get really healthy is learn to depend and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. So I must be filled or controlled by the Holy Spirit. Bearing much fruit, John 15, pleases God. And growing spiritually healthy and becoming like Jesus pleases God. So let me show you a little triangle. I want you to just copy down the little headings. This is a simple triangle of effective prayer. I could come to you this morning and say, I got 857 things I'm going to show you that makes you pray effectively. We would all just close the door and walk out. Here's three. Notice the triangle of effective prayer. It always starts with God. Everything in your life has to start with God. That's why those of you that are unsaved, your life doesn't work. Because your life doesn't start with God. It starts with you. It'll never work. No. What am I going to do to God? Pray. What is prayer? You see it. Ask, communicate with, and listen. It's both. It's not just one. It's not just one. It's not just talking. It's listening. Number two, when I do that, an effective prayer will be, I need to expect that he's going to answer. So I have to have faith that he's going to answer. Now, I can't have faith if what I ask isn't actually right, and that moves over to the third corner. I want his will for my life. So let me give you an example. You're dating someone. You're a Christian, and the person you're dating really isn't a Christian. So you ring up God. Hey, I know you know over here the, the, my, this person I'm dating. They're not a believer, but they're going to come. They're going to be a believer. I absolutely know they're going to come a believer. I, I know that's going to happen. And I can't live it without a man. I just want, right now, can, can you just answer my prayer? Hello? Hello? Why don't I need to pray that prayer? Boy, you guys don't know. Why don't I need to pray that prayer? Because the answer is right here. Do not marry an unbeliever. Pastor Mark, what kind of old stuff is that? No, that's as new as this morning. You mean I shouldn't pray prayers that are against the Bible? Hello? (laughs) It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. So the more I know this, The easier I know what? His will and how to pray. Now, as you begin to think that, let's take a look and let me break these down for you. Ask and listen to God. Simply means we need to pray. Let me read you Jeremiah. Write this down. Jeremiah 33.3 at all of our campuses. It's a fantastic verse. I'm going to read it to you in the Message Bible because I love the way it says it. Notice what God says. It's a challenge to us. Call to me. And I will answer you. Right there is a wonderful promise. And I will tell you marvelous and wonderful things that you could never figure out on your own. Call to me. I will answer you. And I'll tell you amazing things that you can't figure on your own. Why can't I figure them on my own? Because God knows some things that I don't know. What a great promise. I don't know. I need that wisdom. I need to know what to do in this situation. God, I don't have that wisdom. James chapter 1 says, you lack it, ask. It'll be given to you from a generous God. Some of you need wisdom here this morning. And you're trying to figure out the deal on paper by yourself. Don't do that. Simply ask God. Now, when I ask, here's what Jesus says when I ask. I have to mix 
my prayer with faith. I have to believe that what I just read, that God will answer my prayer. Could be yes, could be no, could be later, but he will answer it. Jesus says this, Matthew 21. You can, you can pray for anything, and if you have faith, you will receive it. To be effective, our prayers must be mixed with faith. What is faith? It's simply believing what God's word says will happen. I can have faith because God is a generous God. He loves to answer our prayers. God isn't up there going, oh, it's Balmer again. No, he, he wants to answer our prayers. It's a personal relationship with God. He wants us to be successful in life because if we are, he will be. Because we're going to be about the kingdom's business. God is pleased with people who pray with faith. Jesus simply said, trust regardless. Trust regardless of the answer. Trust regardless of the answer. And that brings me to the third key. I want to want His will. In other words, I want to want His plan for my life. Now turn, you're right there in First John. Go back to chapter 5. Verse 14. 1 John 5, 14. When we talk about the will of God, the Bible is filled with the will of God. When God created you, he had a plan for your life. And all kinds of things are there. And what I want to discover is what he wants. It's a general plan to be conformed to his image, to be like him. But it's very specific. And I want to know that will. Well, look what John says. Look what John says. By the way, God wants us to know his will. God isn't up there going... Let's see if I can keep a secret of what I want them to do. No, he, he wants us to know his will. Look at verse 14. This is the, here's the word again. This is the confidence. You guys, I can have confidence as we approach God. That if we ask anything according to his plan, his will, number one, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we've asked of him. God says, you ask, ask for my will, I'll absolutely show you what it is, and then give you the strength and the ability to do my will. Now, that brings me healthy indicator number seven. Would you write it down? Simply say yes to God. Simply say yes to God. You know, Pastor Mark, I like to kind of know how that's going to work out. Simply say yes to God. Again, my role model is Jesus. Notice John 8. I do nothing on my own. Let me just stop there and ask you. Hmm. Hmm. We're all guilty. Do you want great power in your life? Pastor Mark told us we must become a righteous person has an effective prayer life. There are three keys to an effective prayer life. Believe God and His Word, obey God and His commands, and love others. That's it. If we're going to be a healthy, growing Christian, then we must believe. Effective prayers come because we love God and we love others. Maybe you're listening right now and God has placed a certain person on your heart that needs to hear this message. Or maybe you'd like to share it with all of your friends. There's a simple way to share this message. Log on to Lessons for Living Radio and click on the radio program option in the main menu. There, you'll find the Lessons for Living media player. 
In the Messages tab, simply click on today's date. Then you can share today's message directly on your Facebook page, Twitter feed, or send a link via email. You can even embed today's message directly. Again, to share today's message with friends and family members, log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com. Click on the radio program button, then simply click on today's date. You'll find all the options to share. Now, the next time you join us here on Lessons for Living, Pastor Mark will ask us if we're ready to say yes to God. You see, God always wants the best for us. Always. And His will is always the best for us. But in order to receive all of the blessings He wants to give to us, we must love Him and obey His commandments. You've been listening to Lessons for Living with Pastor Mark Balmer of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. Please join us again here on Lessons for Living, and together, let's do life right. Let us hear your lessons for this.